Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. I just wanted to hear the Kanye <laughs> play out a little bit. Oh, did you did you see the little commercial that he has with the uh, the track girl? Oh, he teased the album, got a little infomercial. No. Oh, he come, mm, he, you come, know it's he come with that hot fire. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Okay. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, good Wednesday morning to you. Thanks for being with us. Bart Scott, Shea Cornette here filling in for the guys uh, on a winning Wednesday, if you will, in Milwaukee after the Bucks win in six, and they beat the Phoenix Suns last night. Um, and it came with a lot of help from Giannis Antetokounmpo. He had quite the stat line. He had 50 points, obviously unanimously the MVP of the series in a complete closeout performance in front of, I mean, thousands and thousands inside the building, outside the building, all around. Um, he also had 14 boards, five blocks. I mean, the guy is an all-star in every aspect of the word and he joins elite company for what he's been able to do in these NBA finals but what he said after the game I think is what has us you know kind of at least me agreeing with him shaking my head and like yes this is what I've been talking about take a listen to Giannis after the game about he how he did it his way this is my city you know they trust me they believe in me they believe in us even when we were like we were lost the city still was like on our side and um you know, obviously, I want I wanted to get the job done. You know, uh, they, but that's my stubborn side. Like it's easy to go somewhere and go and win a championship with somebody else. It's easy. I could go. I, I don't want to put anybody in the spot, but I could go to a super team, and you know, just do my part and win a championship. Still one. But this is the hard way to do it, and this is the way I chose to do it, and we did it. <laughs> we did it, man. Yeah, he did it all right with 50 points last night. And speaking of it, Overnight Delivery is brought to you by USPS. Business is changing and USPS is changing with it. Find out how, find out how at USPS.com slash new routes. The U- United States Postal Service priority you. He delivered those 50 points last night and he did it his way. You know, like he accomplished what he wanted to accomplish. And I love how in there he said, you know, I could have gone and joined a super team. I could have done it the easy way. Can, can, we, can we have an open production meeting on air? Sure. Like, because can we have a segment where we have our callers, our listeners, call in and fill in the blanks. Because I think he's only talking, he can only possibly be talking to two stars. They just so happen to be the first and second best players in the NBA. And one is LeBron James and the other is Kevin Durant. Because he can't be talking to anybody else. He can't talk to Kawhi Leonard. Don't tell me Kawhi Leonard went to the, to the Raptors because he was no. joining a super team. No, he wasn't. So he uh, was, James Harden would be another one. He could be right, so, right, so he's talking about he's, well, the, maybe arguably three, three of the top five guys. Because when you think about you know, organically in, in recent history, when you think about what the Golden State Warriors did in their first two championships – you know, that was, you know, the, or the first championship, that was about a homegrown, small market team, you know, coming of age, chemistry developing. When you think about Clay and the Splash Nashville Brothers, Rivers, and you think right. about, you know, Draymond Green coming in, it wasn't until Kevin Durant came that made him a super team. Correct. You know, so we've seen it done, right? When LeBron James went back, he really wasn't joining a super team. You know, I know he brought Kevin Love in and, and, and joined forces with Kawhi. So, I mean, listen, it's, it's more than one way to skin a cat. And listen, when you when you win – the the war or, or you're the winner then you can control the narrative but you know that was a little shade I think unwarranted maybe back maybe that's some shade to what you know maybe was said or not said by Kevin Durant about the comparisons 
Here's what I'll say about Giannis. And this, look, I, I said this during the summer, and I will say it again. When we were all speculating about where he was going to go, I had no idea if he was going to go join another team or he was going to stay in Milwaukee. The only thing I had heard about Giannis Antetokounmpo personally was that he was a very loyal guy. Yeah. Family mattered to him. Being comfortable mattered to him. And he wasn't going to follow in anyone's footsteps. And so that would lead one to believe that he was going to stay in Milwaukee. But money talks. You never know what's going to happen. And so right. when he signs a Supermax deal and he decides to stay in Milwaukee with his guys, you know, with Chris Middleton, someone he's played with for eight seasons now and they've truly built this thing from the ground up I thought you know what this is really good for the NBA it's really good to see a player that was drafted by this team stay in that city and it might not be the biggest market in the world but he was loyal to that place loyal to that coach loyal to his guys and build it that way and now for to see it all come to fruition Again, very good for the NBA where we see all these super teams joining and it's like New York versus L.A. And like, what about what's in the middle and what's in between? Mm -hmm. And then the minute these super teams are joined, you figure that side of the aisle, meaning the East or the West, is more loaded. It's more top heavy. Like the East was more top heavy because of the Nets this year. Right. Like now finally you're seeing that doesn't have to necessarily be the case. But I feel like this is the sweet kind of stubbornness of Giannis Antetokounmpo coming into play and the way he's voicing it or projecting it, as you like to say to everyone else. Right. Like come over from Greece determined doesn't play AAU ball with all these guys doesn't have that same kind of camaraderie builds it from the ground Not up and is like boys club. yeah he's like I'm gonna make it and I'm gonna do it my way and he does wants to stay with this guy Chris Middleton he does plays eight seasons with him doesn't want to leave Milwaukee doesn't want to go join anyone doesn't and then wins a chip he's gonna fix the free throws throughout the the NBA playoffs and he does he goes 17 of 19 from the charity stripe like this guy anything he's put his mind to he has accomplished and I feel like that is good for these guys in the league to see that you don't have to go jump ship with right. people to win a chip okay so who are you talking to right let's talk about right because the 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 older guys in this league are already making have their mind made up you know Giannis isn't going to encourage them to do anything that they don't want to do but who are you talking about you're talking about Zion Williams Mm -hmm. you're talking about Ja Morant yeah you know you're talking about guys like that maybe De'Aaron De'Aaron Fox Mm -hmm. right out there guys that say hey man just stay here and and, Trey Young Trey Young well well, uh, Atlanta's I don't know if Atlanta's a small market but you know but those those places like because nobody Damian Lillard yeah, right, right. I mean, I think this is the biggest message to Portland. Like, and this is what Dane was talking about. Like, listen, what are we going to do? Like, I want to be loyal, but you guys got to convince me that you know what you're doing and you're willing to go all in. So Milwaukee set the blueprint. Like, Yeah, exactly. For, for the small market team. Right. Like, right? Portland, do that. Right. <laughs> Portland, do what Milwaukee did this, this Pel- summer. Pel- Pelicans, do that. Right. Pelicans, do that. Like, figure it yeah. out. Memphis, do that. Exactly. Because you, you have a generational talent in John Morant. You better build, build around him or you're going to lose him. Correct. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. I want to hear from Coach Mike Budenholzer because we haven't heard from him yet this morning. And he has been given all kind of criticism. But you know what he did after the game? He gave credit where credit was due. To Giannis and to Chris Middleton. Take a listen to Coach Bud. I'm so blessed to work with Giannis every day. He's a special human being. He's an even more amazing human being that he is a player. Um, I've learned so much from him. His leadership. Chris's leadership. Chris and Giannis together, they built this. I'm just glad I could be a part of what Chris and Giannis have done. It's beautiful. See, like... Chris and Giannis, they built this. I'm just happy to be a part of it. And yes, adjustments weren't really his forte, but at the end of the yeah. day, he deferred. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. I'm assuming. He deferred to them and, and look where it got them, you know? And <laughs> now, I'm, now give me my extension. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Now, please let me yeah. stay. Can I please stay in Milwaukee? We built this. We kept it. Let's keep it intact. But nonetheless, um, I, I just think it is admirable, really, truly, of what Giannis was able to do. And you're right. Like, he might have been throwing a little bit of shade. And maybe that made people feel some kind of way. The only thing I'll say about LeBron, like, yeah, he joined a quote-unquote super team, like bringing Anthony Davis and going to the Lakers and kind of going Hollywood. But he did kind of do it his way, too, in Cleveland. Like, he did. Yeah, but, and but it see didn't, what, what it, happened? He had to go. He had to go learn how to win. He had to go down and be around Dwayne Wade, the alpha male, the guy had did it before, and learn how to true. win. Once he learned how to win, he said, "You know what? I'm going to go and, and, and go win one back for the land." He went and did that, and then he said, "But you that's know what? okay." Yeah, that's that okay. he had to go learn how to win you can with do it. Listen, Dwayne and Chris. Like we, we can't we can't give Giannis credit for doing it his way if we can't give LeBron his credit for doing it his way. You know, it's, it's, right. a, it's an individual choice, you know, how you feel about going about your legacy. And, you know, is it okay? Is it, is it admirable that, you know, Giannis stayed there and did it with his homegrown team? Yes. But, like, right now, if Steph Curry was to say, well, I'm a little older. I feel like we're rebuilding. I don't know what the status of Clay is. I don't know if I want to resign with Golden State. I want to go back and I want to try and win in Charlotte, my home team. You know, the team I grew up loving, the team that my dad played for. They look like a team that need, that, that are one star away. When you think about, you know, um, ball, you think about all the weapons that they brought there, Hayward. I want to go over there. You can't fault. You, you couldn't fault uh, Curry for doing that, right? No, but I will fault Curry if he's flirting with LeBron and then goes and joins him on the Lakers across the state. I I won't like it. I'm just telling you now. I don't like the super teams. I don't want them. It's crazy how Milwaukee can win a championship and not be the favorite, you know, yeah. next yeah. year. Well, it's because the I mean, the Nets. What do you? Yeah. Doing? So I mean, yeah. this is a win for the little guy, but you know, the the law of averages say that the super teams win, win more titles. Course. You know, every once in a while you have the Pistons in there. Every once in a while you have like you know Milwaukee, but for more, more likely it's the super teams that end up closing the deal. Totally. A Shea Cornette, Bart Scott filling in for Keyshawn. Shaking bait. Keyshawn J. Will and Zoom presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. So while a title was determined last night in Milwaukee, title aspirations are what training camp is really made of. You know, we're going to go camping next right here on KJZ. We knew that he was offered an extension. We didn't know that it was a two-year extension that would have tied him to Green Bay for five years. This is going to be a four or five regular season game holdout. Aaron Rodgers has made it clear he is in a place in his life where he wants control of the situation. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
This hits, uh, this hits every – it don't matter what year it is. This hits no matter what. This hits like – this can hit and be on the charts right now and it's going to hit. Right. That's, that's great music. Mm. can come out any decade and you still love it. It's true. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Bart Scott, Shay Cornette here with you. It's a winning Wednesday in Milwaukee. Talked a lot about what happened with the Bucks last night as they win the finals and take care of the Phoenix Suns. But – we do got to talk a little bit about training camp because the Cowboys report to training camp today. Steelers report tomorrow. Um, NFL unofficial start to the season feels like it's this week. Next week, the rest of the league reports. Yeah. But as far as the Cowboys and what they're going to expect today, just because you've been in this situation before, what will today look like for them? Uh, for them, this is more of an administrative day. It's like the first day of college or school or whatever you're doing when you have to show up and you got to go through all. Oh, no. What? Do they report today? You know, this may be the most entertaining day in all the sport. No, because I love this. This could be the most entertaining day of training camp. The conditioning test. Oh, it's the funniest thing ever to watch some big fatties trying to run a conditioning test. Cut me, Mick. Cut me, Mick. Because you know if you don't pass it, if you don't pass the conditioning test, you got to run it again till you pass and you got to go into the protocol. Oh, I love the conditioning test. I once. Saw a guy carried off in a damn wheelbarrow. The funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because what happens is when you train, you train in early in the morning in best conditions. And you show up and you come from a place and it's a heat wave. I watched a guy with a full body cramp get carried off in a, in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. They had to put his whole body on ice. Okay. Oh, this is the greatest day ever. Okay, whoa. Uh, maybe our next guest can speak to this too. I don't know because I certainly cannot. Jeff Saturday, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us now on the Goodyear Hotline. <laughs> Jeff, do you have anything to add to that? I, I'm out of work. I free. I love it. Bart is telling the straight truth. I, I saw many a men carried off in the back of you know in, in the in the back of a four on a side by side like head down. <laughs> pictures get it just done. They got nothing. They gave it all on the field, man. They were pushing that last ten yards, falling across the line. You get turf burns or grass all up in your Yo, face, man. You be like, get up, Craig. Get up, right Craig. Now. I've been down that, before. That, yes, yes. They're gonna give everything they got just to pass that test. Don't nobody want to repeat the conditioning test. <laughs> Whatever it, you got, you better leave it out there. You'd rather miss a day of practice than have to do that thing again. I can rest assured okay. that thing is hey, misery. Hey Jeff, <laughs> hey, Jeff, I know he's got a whole other score. Let, let, to, my, to that point, who like what type of guy were you? Because I was a guy that didn't talk, and I was a guy that if I was supposed to come in at 14, I didn't go. So you had the guys, the young bucks, that want to show how great shape they're in. They go too hard, too fast, not understand that it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I was a guy that you look and you better yep. not talk to me. Were you the hype guy? Come on, we can do it. And I, I hated those guys. No. I wanted to smack the no. taste out of no. them. I'm like, Shut up. I'm concentrating. Yeah. No, no. No hype right here. I just wanted to get mine done. I was one of those guys like you, though, but like I could run long distance. And so for like conditioning tests for me, I was good. It wasn't the, the sprint you had to get there. I could make all the times. So I was like you, but no, I ain't no hype guy, dude. The hype guys on conditioning day, everybody wants to take them out. You know, don't lean down. Don't touch your knees. Keep your head up. Show your pride. You're like, bro, I'm just trying to get through this thing, dude. Ain't nobody out here playing me right now. I'm just trying to finish my sprints, get back in the house. Let's get this thing over. Okay, well, that's what it's like today for the Dallas Cowboys. All that to say, and that's what's happening for the Dallas Cowboys today. But we are going to talk about a team that Jeff Saturday did play for, and there's a lot of things going on with them, and that would be the Green Bay Packers because they report to camp in less than a week. And yesterday, Adam Schefter reported that – 
I almost said Tom Brady, wrong guy. A. A. But Aaron Rodgers, yeah, turned down a two-year contract yeah. in session, and that basically solidified us. Obviously, this is not about the money um, for Aaron Rodgers. And so my question to you is, what is going through his head right now? What is it that he wants? What do you think it is, Jeff? He wants out. You know, I mean, listen, when you, when you think about the one thing that stayed consistent with Aaron, he hasn't made a lot of comments about everything that's going on. His only thing was, I don't want to play in Green Bay. I mean, you know what I mean? That, that was his, I, I'm, I'm frustrated with the front office and I want to move on. So I think from his perspective, he's just fine trying to find a way to negotiate that point. I think Green Bay has all the leverage uh, still right now, so there's not a whole lot he can do. I mean, he can, he's done everything he can do, right? Just don't show up, keep pushing it off, um, you know, keep it, keep the distractions coming, and as much as being unsettled for that team as you possibly can make it. Uh, but his leverage really doesn't start until, you know, regular season games are being missed. So when I look at this thing, Aaron wants to find a way to shrink that three years to maybe just this year uh, if he can't get out this year and then move on. So I think that's the negotiating tactic he's trying to use at this point. But he's he's never mixed words. I mean, he, that was what he said. And, and um, you know, I think he's staying true to that part. But, Jeff, me and you have been around the block a little bit, and we had our fair share of um, – you know, high stakes poker, so to say, is when you talk about contract negotiations. Yeah. And when people in the, in, the, in the average fan hear, oh, two-year extension, they think, oh, it's a five-year guaranteed deal. No, that's a way to prorate the, nah. the, the, the money, bring down his initial cap hit so they can sign Devontae Adams. And then also that kind of looks bad on Aaron Rodgers that he's turning down five-year uh, five extension or being under contract for five years. Absolutely. But we know they're not giving them five years because how can you give him five years and then Jordan Love is going to be done and you, you're never going to see him play. And he's the first-round draft pick that you moved up for. From so like I think that's like kind right. of control the narrative and maybe make Aaron Rodgers look like the bad guy because that's not the case. Two years is just a way to prorate the money <laughs> so they can sign Devontae Adams. We not stupid, Jeff. Yeah, do, hey, don't, don't, yeah, yeah. Common sense ain't common. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you when you start thinking about how they're the narrative that the Packers have used is genius. They're, what they're really trying to do, and you and I both know this, and they do it in all negotiations. Right? The NFL spin machine is the greatest in the world. They're trying to put pressure from the fans on Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they're trying to flip the script and make everything, oh, well, he's been offered to be the highest-paid player. You know, he's, he's going to be a prima donna now. You know, it's about this, it's about that. We've all played for people we don't like. And all that is true, but the way they spin it is trying to put all the pressure back on him. But I think, listen, I, I, know, I know Aaron, I played with him for a year, this guy's pretty steadfast in his conviction. So if, if this is something that he's willing to go, I think he'll, he'll continue to push it. I think the only way he plays, Bart, is if they take the extra two years off. I think if they take the extra two years off, that's a decent compromise, right? I got to go play 17 games, or if it's happened through the, through the regular season, which I think it will, however many games we got left. And you and I both know it's still the best chance for him to win the Super Bowl, not only for, for, but for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. This is their best opportunity to win. So do it now and then, and then let the final years take care of themselves. I'm out of Green Bay and moving on to, uh, to somewhere else. See, but Jeff, this takes, that, that would take tremendous trust, right? Because, you know, those are official, yeah. unofficial wink winks because they need the extension to sign Devontae Adams because what they don't want is to right. say, okay, Aaron, you can come and play one year, we'll let you go, and then lose Devontae. Devontae Adams because he's not signed because, you know, if they don't sign him, right. then now they don't, they're stuck next year without any receivers on under contract, you know, for next year, which would mean that they're going in total rebuild mode. And if they don't win a championship, it'd be a yes. shame that they had maybe the greatest quarterback, you know, the last five to 10 years and only won one championship. 
Yeah, and listen, when you think about Devontae Adams, not not just he, but a number of guys on the team, your locker room watches these type of negotiations. You and I both know it. We all know we're not the quarterback, right? Like, like we understand that portion. There's always going to be differences in the way a quarterback gets treated and the rest of just the normal guys, right? But everybody in that locker room has watched how Mark Murphy's handled this, Gutekus has handled this. Like, everybody's watching and paying attention and saying, hey, man, if I do everything right, what are they going to do? You don't think Devontae Adams... Adams hadn't watched that, and he knows Aaron Rodgers not being there will affect his career, right? I mean, he gets the numbers. He gets how good he is as a player right now. He also gets, to your point, what does it really look like? Like, Jordan Love better ball out. Like, I mean, the Packers better. That is their their saving grace. If Jordan Love plays well and gives Adams that type of that charge and energy, then things will calm down. If he does not, that is a scare fest. And when you think about guys wanting to get out, Devontae Adams, number one, being that probably the best receiver in the game and really the most pressure this year because he's been distracted with Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't had a chance to throw with Aaron and Jordan. He didn't do the OTAs. Like all this stuff for for him at his position is a big deal. He really wants to see how this thing plays out for his long-term future. So many question marks in Green Bay. At least they're celebrating in Milwaukee today, I guess, right? They can hold on for that for a little bit. There you go. Um, Let's switch gears really quick, Jeff, before we let you go here and, and talk about the Cowboys. We were joking about then opening up camp today and it being conditioning day, I believe is what you guys called it. Um, But nonetheless, expectations for Dak Prescott going forward, obviously coming off that injury. And so we'll look to training camp to kind of see how he's progressing. But what do you expect from the Cowboys? I'm high on Dak Prescott. Like, I I really think that he's going to have a phenomenal year. I look at this offense. This is a top five offense, especially if the three offensive linemen, if Collins, Smith, and Martin come back and stay healthy, this offense is ready to roll. They got three receivers with with Gallup, Lamb. um, uh, Oh, I just lost. uh, uh, Cooper. Cooper, Cooper. Amari Cooper. Yeah, with, with Zeke Elliott and this whole, like, this offense is primed and ready. I mean, Dak has all the ammunition he needs to be super successful. I love the Dan Quinn pickup at defensive coordinator. You bring that defense to a mid-level. The Cowboys have a lot to be excited about. But I'm I, listen, I think Dak Prescott is, an, is a really, really good quarterback. And I think everything surrounding him, starting with that offensive line, will make this a, an offense teams will fear throughout the season. Jeff, right. can Go I get ahead. one more? Yeah, Jeff, like, you know, last one for me, right? You know, you you play with old ass quarterbacks, yeah. right? So you know, to you put you it play, lightly, you play with Peyton. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like um, the fact that people think that Ben Roethlisberger is done is absurd. You know, he had a, he had his team eleven and Amen. 0. He has a tremendous um, defense. You know, like I say all the time, once a man, twice a baby in the league. Where you're you're responsible, you you come in and you're young, and the team carries you. Then you you're able to carry the team, and then you're back to the team carrying you. We That's saw right. with John Airway. You know, with TD and what he needed, and we saw it with Peyton Manning and the Broncos when the defense carried him. Yeah. You know what? What do you think yep. about about Ben Roethlisberger? Because we, I know one thing about them: they've always been able to replace great players. They always have somebody in their farm system. They're a tremendous. Yes. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it, it really has bothered me. Like, people are just taking shots on the Steelers. It's like a, a team went 11-0, they struggled down the stretch, and now they're just trash? Like, they can't win a game? And I, Well, they didn't play anybody. I mean, you're still in the NFL, bro. You're playing people. Right. Like, think whatever you want, but you're playing competition. So, and I think the scheme that Roethlisberger had to play in last year, as the season progressed, it became more and more difficult, right? This guy came off an elbow surgery. He's averaging throwing dang near 50 passes a game, and they're all 
all the quick get it out, right? So we know as the season progressed, the rush changed. It went to two steps, get your hands up and create lane issues and sight issues. It became the defensive backs walked down on them and they couldn't push the ball down the field. That wasn't about Ben. That's about the offensive line. I mean, they're pass protecting that many sets. They're getting driven back in the backfield. They played very soft. They had no run game established. I thought Ben played as well as he could play last year. And I've been one of those apologists for him. Listen, the guy, you know, think what you want, but this guy went out and threw 50 passes after that elbow surgery. You can't ask a guy to do any more. They will still be good. And don't ever bet against Mike Tomlin. That's just a fact, man. That cat gets his – he gets the most – out of his guys, Bart, and you and I both know it. There are certain dudes you'd put your head through the wall for. That's Mike Tomlin. For yeah. every player who's played with this guy, yeah. man, he 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 gets them amped and ready to roll. And I respect the way he do. I ain't betting against the Steelers. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, the Steelers open camp tomorrow. Cowboys open today. Jeff Saturday, ESPN host <laughs> here. We appreciate the insight. Thank you. Bye, Jeff. Thanks so much. Get that condition test, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rev them up anymore, right? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Quick note here. The United States women's national team began their 2020 Olympics Ooh. run uh, on a bad note. It was a 3 nothing defeat against Sweden at the Tokyo Stadium in Japan on Wednesday. That ended the U.S. women's team 44-match unbeaten run, unfortunately. Here's more SportsCenter. Ball gets it into Booker, who wheels for three, missed it, contested rebound. P.J. Tucker's got it. He'll run out the clock. 50 years in the waiting. Giannis Adetokounmpo scores 50 in an MVP performance, delivering the 2021 NBA championship to the Milwaukee Bucks. That's right. The Bucks beat the Suns 105 to 98 last night, and there's no other place to start than with Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks clinching their second NBA title and first since the 1970-71 season. Giannis had an all-time performance, becoming just the seventh player to score 50 points in an NBA Finals game, joining the likes of Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Jerry West. For Milwaukee, the 49 seasons between championships becomes the longest stretch in NBA history, and they become just the fifth team to win a title after going down 2-0 in the series. The Nets are the favorites to win the 2021-2022 title. Sticking to the hardwood here, odds for next season's champion have already been released, and the Brooklyn Nets are the favorites at Caesars Sportsbook by William Hill, currently sitting at plus 225 to raise the Larry O'Brien trophy in the 21-22 season. Brooklyn is followed by the Lakers, the Bucks, and the Warriors. The Suns are tied with the Jazz for the fifth shortest odds, currently sitting at plus 1,500. Dabo Sweeney is not in favor of the inevitable 12-team college football playoff. Moving to college football here, Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney said Tuesday that neither he nor his players are in favor of an expanded 12-team college football playoff, but did acknowledge that change is inevitable. Sweeney expressed concern at playing more games and would go on to say that he doesn't know if there's 12 teams good enough. Clemson has thrived in the college football playoff era with six straight appearances and two national championships. SportsCenter is brought to you by Indeed. Indeed has this hiring tool called Instant Match, and it really lives up to its name. Just post a sponsor job, and Indeed instantly searches millions of resumes in their database to immediately deliver the candidate that fits your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. All right, we're on the road to training camp because the Dallas Cowboys report to training camp today. A lot of NBA chatter, right? Because the Bucs won the finals, but 
NFL is quickly coming. Chugga, 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 chugga. That's right. Conditioning day. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. My name is Shay Cornette. He is Bart Scott. We're filling in for the dudes this morning. And the Dallas Cowboys are getting ready for that conditioning day mm-hmm. because it is the start of training camp for them. Them and the Pittsburgh Steelers, who will start tomorrow, they'll be in the Hall of Fame game. So they get to get underway yeah. early. And there are a lot of things to look for if you are a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Wouldn't Duh. you agree? Dun, dun. Yes, I, listen, I'm excited, man. You look at you know the prospects of them having a bounce back year. You think about Dak Prescott. We love redemption stories. Coming off injury, you know, trying to make his claim. He's finally got his money. When I say the boy's got his own money, the boy has got his own money. He does, and it no longer has to be a storyline. Oh, man, you got Zeke. You know, instead of like feed my belly, it looked like he actually uh, put his belly on a diet. He looks like he's ready and rearing to go. You know, you got um, you know. Quinn, you know, it's exciting, right? This could be the year. I know we always say this could be the year, but we say the same thing about the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, sometimes, like I say, a broken clock is twice. Right, twice, right, twice a day. day. Yeah, 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 I got hold you. On, on. I got let you. Get some, let me get some mojo. Yeah. Shake it, bake. Way the footprints me right there, Shay, Shay. <laughs> and he said, Quinn, I knew what you meant. Dan Quinn, new defensive coordinator. I got you. It's fine. Drink your coffee. Uh, because... It is the start of training camp, at yeah. least for one team in the NFL. We're going to play a little game of one's got to go. Do mm. you know how this goes? I do not, but let's do it. All right, so James Steele uh, is going to get on the mic for us, and he's going to basically lay out four to five players, teams, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And we need to figure out which one's got to go, mm-hmm. which one doesn't fit with the rest of the crew. So let's do it, shall we? One's got to go, NFL edition. Just for this season, don't look ahead, don't look behind. James, what do you got? Yep, just for this season. We're going to start with the quarterbacks first. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. One's got to go. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say Russell Wilson. And Mm -hmm. that is no disrespect to Russell Wilson because I beat that drum for him. I can't believe the guy's never won an MVP. Okay? But I just think in terms of what the entire team also has to offer, Seattle Seahawks had a little bit of a rough offseason. And so when we talk about Aaron Rodgers, a reigning MVP, Patrick Mahomes, who's uh, I think is going to win the Super Bowl again for the Chiefs, Tom Brady, who's coming off a Super Bowl win, Russell Wilson's the one that's got to go. Touche, Shay Shay. Okay. I, I go with Russell Wilson as well. Like I said, listen, sometimes you got to hit rock bottom. And listen, they're going to be a much better football team. You look at, you know, picking up Gabe Jackson. They got him, you know, they got Russell Wilson some more protection. But it's just, you know, bad timing. As you know that I believe the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. I love what the Cardinals did in the offseason and bringing in A.J. Green to go opposite the side of DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the game. J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, I think they're going to be much improved. And I think San Francisco is going to push the Rams for that you know, number one spot to win the division. That leaves Seattle without a seat, and Sierra will be out of the fish mark, and she's going to be in a bigger market. And that list that Russell had, he's going to push it back to them and say, hey, it's time for me to go. Okay. I love you, but I got to do you. At least you said fish market today. Yesterday he said Sierra was singing in a meat market in Seattle. I'm like, I think you got the wrong city, buddy. <laughs> so at least we're in the fish market Purple now. haze. That's good. Uh, all right, James, what do you got? All right, next up, running backs. Derrick Henry. Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley. One's got to go just for this season. Go ahead. You go first. I'm going to go with Derek King Henry. The disrespect. Listen, I knew listen, you were going to do that. This guy has the biggest 
body surface. And you, they listen, t- the players have been chipping away. And we always see a guy eventually fall off the cliff. And he's usually a big guy. He's a guy that's built like Brandon Jacobs. He's a better running back than Brandon Jacobs. But we watched Brandon Jacobs go from stepping on dude's chest to having injuries, right? Everybody's hitting at those legs. And eventually, if you keep knocking and chopping wood, eventually the tree will fall. I think that Saquon Barkley is coming back to try and get his money. Christian McCaffrey can hurt you in so many other different ways. Nick Chubb is the best complete out of that list. Derrick Henry doesn't catch the football well, so he, the only way he can hurt you is inside the box and running between the tackles or outside. But disrespect. You think that – have you seen that man? You think any little chip and chop is going to hurt him? Listen, listen, listen. I love – what? Have you ever seen the movie Troy when, when, when Brad Pitt tell that dude, no, like, I wouldn't, want, I, w- I wouldn't fight, want to fight that giant and said, son, that's why nobody will ever remember your name. Ain't nobody afraid of no Derrick Henry. Okay. 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 Fine. You can take that narrative. And also, I'm not a movie buff. How many times do I have to tell you this? I'm I don't sorry. know movie quotes. I'm like the Truman I just Show. Let you- I'm like the Truman Show. I was raised about a TV. I, just- I don't know tell you. <laughs> My husband can quote movies on a dime, too. And I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. Um, anyways, the one I would remove is Nick Chubb. And I know you like Nick Chubb. I know you think he's the most complete back. But he also does share the carries. Let's keep it all the way 100. He shares them with Kareem Hunt. And the- those two are a great one-two punch for Cleveland. But in terms of one's got to go, Nick Chubb can go. The rest can stay because the rest are the feature back okay okay go ahead move on james i'm gonna do one more here uh wide receivers are up next for just this season one's gotta go Devontae adams deandre hopkins (laughs) julio jones tyree kill one's gotta go we're gonna be on the same page here right with julio jones like he's the oldest one of the crew yeah and the falcons are the worst team of the crew so this is an easy no, one no, for no. me. And remember, he's not in the Falcons. He's with King Henry. Oh, so that's he's right. He's going to have light boxes. What are you talking about? He's with the Titans. He's going to get okay. one-on-one coverage. I'm sorry. I need to drink more of my coffee. You're correct in this. Footprints. Uh, but nonetheless, it's still Julio Jones because of age for me, unfortunately. That's just what it is. Uh, for me, it has to be Devontae Adams because Jordan Love's going to be throwing him the ball. So remember how, you know, how he struggled when he had to back On up. On the regular that, season, he's not. Okay. All right, somebody's going to be uh, competing with Pat Sajak, and his name is A.A. Ryan, as Jeopardy's going to outrank Will of Fortune. Can you give us one more just so I can redeem myself, please? James, one more. Come on. You could do it. All right, all right. Real quick, okay. one more. One more. Tight ends. One's got to go for just this season. Okay. George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Kyle Pitts. One's got to go. Bye-bye, Darren Waller. He's got to go. I'll take the rookie. I know. I know. I'm going to take the rookie, the Kyle Pitts. I'm going to take I'm going to take the rookie because I think he's that big of a difference maker. So give me Kyle Pitts. Yeah, you Kyle- can have Darren Waller. And, and I, this is not a ton of disrespect because Darren Waller, and I know people hate when they say this, but he was on my fantasy team last year. So I do like, I do respect Darren Waller as a tight end, but give me Kyle Pitts. And Kyle Pitts is the one who has to go. Right, you talk about a lack of running game. You talk about a new offense. You talk about everybody's talking about Kyle Pitts. He's going to be the target of everybody bringing all the smoke because you told us that he was a unicorn. Who does he, who does he remind you of? Darren Waller, who's a, a bloated receiver that plays with in a system that he's comfortable with. A, a perennial thousand yard receiver. Come on, you're killing me, Petey. The disrespect to Waller. The disrespect. All right. Did the Suns really fear the deer or was it just a case of too much of the Greek freak? That's next. But first, Bart has this from Granger. Oh, I do. 
For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to products, specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call 1-800-or-click-granger.com or just stop on by. Booker on top against Tucker. Free throw line into the lane. Jump stop. Holiday rips it away. What a steal for Drew Holiday. 15 seconds left to Giannis for the flush. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Beat the Suns in game mm. six last night mm. and the scene mm. in Milwaukee mm. was mm. a special one. So the Suns have to go home back to the Valley. So they call Phoenix now. And the Bucks are going to celebrate and celebrate they will, especially with Giannis at the helm. Man, what a performance last night. He dropped 50 um, excuse me. He, no, he dropped what? Fitty. Thank you. <laughs> I learn slowly. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. I'm Shay Cornett. He is Bart Scott. And we're going to go to that Goodyear Hotline because Greg Anthony, Turner Sports NBA analyst, is joining us right now. Good morning to you, Greg. Thanks for being with us. Let's start with Giannis and what the Bucks were able to accomplish last night. How impressive was that performance from the Greek Freak? First off, good morning to you all. Spend a minute, Greg. You're exactly I said uh, last night it was uh, it, it was the most impressive closeout game performance I have ever witnessed, and, and I don't know that there could be a better one. And, and it's not just hyperbole; it's also when you factor in how dominant he was defensively. Um, you know, he had five blocks in that game. He, he altered many other shots. He, he disrupted a lot of a paint attacks by by Booker and, and Paul and. You know, then the energy he had and the zone he was in, going 17 of 19 from the free throw line. You know, and then you remember, this wasn't a game where offensively the other two big guns 
gave him a lot of help. I mean, Middleton was was solid, you know, in, in a game that was more defensive oriented. But you look at he and Holiday's number; they were they were ten of thirty two from the field. So they weren't providing the same level of consistency offensively, and it didn't matter. Giannis was just not to be denied. I, I just had never seen him play that well. I, you know, I, we've seen him be a dominant force, um, but he was so efficient and he made all the big shots. You know, there have been all this narrative, and uh, a lot of our friends in the media, well, you know, who's Batman, who's Robin? Robin in, in, on their team, and as if there was ever any doubt as who the most dominant player was. And, and I'd like to equate Giannis with. I, I've said this to friends. Giannis is a modern day Shaq. He's 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 that dominant in the paint. He just does it the way you have to do it today. You couldn't be Shaq the way Shaq played, you know, twenty years ago. You'd have to be able to do it. In an, in an evolved way, and that's what Giannis is. He's physically a force. He's so much faster and stronger than most people that size, uh, and his now IQ has grown, his ability to pass the basketball, you know, his trust in his teammates. It was all on display last night, and he was just not to be denied, nor was he going to allow Milwaukee to be denied from the glory of winning that championship after 50 years. You know, Greg, what happens when somebody wins a championship a certain way, you know, kind of organically homegrown, fracking takes place, right? That means everybody else starts saying, okay, how did they do it? Let's break it down. Maybe we can emulate that, right? And I listened to some of the comments of Dame Dollar, Dame Lillard out there in Portland. Is this maybe the blueprint for them to take advantage of their great player, push all the chips in, and surround him with the, the, the Drew Holidays or whatever that would equate to in Portland? Listen, it, it, it can happen, but in reality, this didn't happen overnight. I, I don't think that, that Damian Lillard's going to have another six, seven years before someone evolves into what we saw with Chris Middleton, right? Chris Middleton went from being a second-round pick, a guy who was playing in the developmental league, to now being a world champion, an all-star, and a potential uh, gold medalist in the Olympics as he's made that team. So their journey has been organic in that regard. But even in that regard, they still had to make a monster deal to go out and get in Drew Holiday. While Drew might not make an all-NBA team, he's as good as any guard playing in terms of how he can impact the game. And so they had to go out and make moves. They had to go out and get uh, P.J. Tucker, who, while he didn't score a point last night, he was incredible, as he has been this entire series. You know, so, you know, the, the, I guess sometimes we just we need something to talk about. But the reality is Milwaukee – had been a disappointment in the postseason the last two years. They'd had the best record in the league, um, but it wasn't good enough. They still had to go out and not only make moves, but make the right moves, and that's what they were able to do. Uh, and, and, you know, you, you tip your hat to them. It is impressive that for a young man who came into the league as a 15th pick, who by all accounts everyone thought was a project, not only did no one project him or foresee him becoming a, a great player, there were a lot of people who didn't know if he would make it, you know, not not just become a, a good player, if he would even last in the league. And, and to see him turn into what he has is a testament to his greatness, uh, more so than any organization. Because uh, all these teams, and, and, and on every level, at every sport, they provide the wherewithal for you to develop into something special. But it only happens if it's inside of you. And, right. and that's what's brilliant about Giannis and what he's been able to do 
And just like everybody, when you win a championship, you need some good fortune, right? Remember, this team was down 2-0 twice this postseason, down 1-0 in another series. They had to face the demon of a team that, that beat them last year, shockingly, in the Miami Heat in the first round. Uh, so they, they had to go through a lot to get to this point, and, and they were deserving. I mean, Phoenix put up a great battle. And, and a lot of people talked about or discounting Phoenix now as if they weren't a great team. Chris Paul played – I thought had a terrific series. This was a challenging series for them because they didn't have the athleticism, you know, uh, to match up or the physicality to match up. But that young group put forth a great effort. It was a great fight by them. Uh, Giannis and company were just too much. And Mm -hmm. and as they built momentum and got more of a rhythm for how they had to play, uh, it was just impressive to watch. And remember, and I said this, you know, Giannis is younger to get to his first title than both LeBron and Michael Jordan. Mm, and it, it, the way he played last night, people would complain about, oh, if he needs to make free throws. And I always said, I said, God forbid he starts making free throws. And look what he did last night. It, it, there's no answer for him mm-hmm. if he can make free throws. That guy was 17 of 19 last night. Mm-hmm. That, that, there's just nothing you can do with Giannis if he can become that proficient at the free throw line for sure all right greg anthony turner sports nba analyst he joined us on the goodyear hotline thanks so much for the insight we really appreciate it we'll talk to you soon all right take care guys have a good morning uh yeah Giannis doing the most 50 points 14 boards five blocks too much to overcome for the phoenix suns that's for sure but this morning he is celebrating i don't know if you follow him on instagram I don't, but I saw it on Twitter, so let me just I don't. I'm, that. A, I'm a Pistons fan. I don't follow anybody that's not on okay, the Pistons. All right. Okay. Well, let me tell Let's you Let's go, then. Kate Cunningham. Let's go, okay. This morning on his counter in his kitchen, okay. he had his nice, you know, nice. Like, trophy, MVP trophy. Just a little extra decor out of the house. Yeah, it would be great to watch him mature and watch. Like, I remember when Drew Brees won his title and his kids was young. I remember Bill Cowher lost his title. And then watch how the kids grow up and see his kids in, like, five or six years and watch how they grow. All right. So the Bucks had to shake a 50-year hiatus with their second title in franchise history last night. So the question is now, who's next to bring home a chip? Well, Vegas is already making odds. You know they are. And the Bucks ain't at the top of the list. Somehow, some way. I know, it's crazy. What you talking um, about, That's Willis? next. Alongside Bart Scott, I'm Shay Cornette, and this is Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.